Hello, and welcome to episode 50 of the Compassion and Cucumbers podcast. I'm Christine. And I'm Sam. And we have a ton of stuff to talk about today. Oh my gosh, such a busy week last week. Yes, super busy. It's crazy. So uh, let's just like jump right into it. Um, We don't, we're pushing pause once again on our cookbook challenge. Uh, We just, there's just not enough time to talk about it today, so... Oh, well, and I didn't have time to make a recipe either. More to the point. Yeah, you didn't have time to make a recipe. Right. So um, we'll be hopefully picking that back up next week. Next week. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Should be able to. Because this coming weekend we're going to Toronto. No. Oh, we're not. No. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, we'll we'll jump back we'll pick in. pick it up this week. Yeah, we'll jump back into the cookbook challenge in uh, episode 51. So look forward to that. But we did so much this week. So much. Like, seriously. Yeah. You want to start off? Yeah. Usually we are not the types to, you know, go out and about um, on weekdays. You know, we come home, we have dinner, we veg a little bit. Yeah, we're old. Yeah, exactly. We're old. Um, (laughs) Well, well, I am anyway. (laughs) But this week was definitely an exception. And uh, so we podcasted per usual on Monday night. And then we had um, some other cool stuff going on on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday night, we headed up to Buffalo uh, to the Elmwood area of Buffalo, Uh and we went to a vegan meetup at a place called the Beer Keep, and this was really quite awesome. We had never been to the Beer Keep before. Uh, No, I've always wanted to, I've I've seen them post that they're doing these meetups for various uh, reasons, Mm -hmm. and um, I've always wanted to get to one. I know we've talked about it, and this one just happened to fall at a time where we were available to go, so. Yeah, worked out perfectly. And so we headed up there, and this one featured as their kind of guest speaker, Denisha Gant, uh, who is the owner of Plante Vegan Market, which is located at 212 Grant Street in Buffalo. Yeah, she's got a new uh, little vegan grocery store there on Grant Street. It was really kind of cool to have her get up and and talk about why the reasons why she started this and um uh it was it was a really fun night. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really fun night and hearing her speak about how she made the transition from being a fashion design and industry student into wanting to run a vegan market was really pretty great. Yeah. And also just her commitment to placing her vegan grocery store, and she is considering a second location, which Mm -hmm. is fantastic, but placing them in relative food deserts. Yeah. Where there aren't grocery stores readily available. I think that's that's just awesome. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. It's really awesome. Just amazing. So it was very cool to hear from her, and we had some really good food. We did. What did you have? I had their Impossible Sliders, which is, of course, impossible meat. And they put vegan American cheese and a sweet and spicy ketchup on it and a pickle. They do it like a little smash burger. Mm -hmm. And the buns were really good. I was super um, thrilled with what I got. Awesome. And I got us an order of curly fries to share. Yes. And the curly fries were fabulous. Yeah. I have to say, as was um, the incognito sando that I had. um, And this was an incognito chicken patty, like a, a fried chicken patty on a nice bun with a crunchy slaw, a curry mayo and a pickle. And let me tell you, the curry mayo 
made this sandwich. Oh, I agree. I took a bite and I'm like, ooh, that mayo. That's that it curry. It jumped right out at me. Yeah, and, totally you know, made it different. Everybody's doing like buffalo and, and you know, kind barbecue. Of the standard and, American, yeah. you know, put lettuce and tomato and pickle and cheese yeah. on a chicken sandwich. Yeah. I thought it was a really cool take. It was. It was a very cool take. It was really, really tasty. Um, it was nice and filling. And again, the fries were fantastic. They were the few that I got. No, I'm just teasing. Um, I did go up to the bar to get us uh, other things to drink. And when I came back, there were considerably less Curly fries. Fewer. <laughs> fewer, sorry. Were considerably there were fewer. Considerably fewer. Curly fewer. fries. Yes, thank you. Grammar police over there. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm really teasing, but um, it was my fault for walking away from the curly well, fries. Yes, exactly. And I hadn't eaten anything that day. Yeah. So, you know, I was hungry. <laughs> so I may have had a few extra curly fries. <laughs> it's perfectly so fine. It's perfectly fine. And if you're a person that likes beers, um, the Beer Keep has a gazillion different kinds of beer. They have a bunch of beers on tap and they have just so many different beers from around the world to choose from in their cooler cases and behind the bar. So um, if you're a beer person, the Beer Keep is a good place for you to stop. Yes. I did not sample the beer, but Christine did. I did. Um, And did you have two of the same beer or did you try two different things? I tried two different things. And to be honest with you, I can't, I can't remember the names of them. So one was uh, definitely a porter of some sort, and the other one was possibly an ale. Okay. But I honestly can't remember the names of them, so I can't tell you, you know, which ones I, I had. Well, we'll have to figure it out I, next I'll time we that. go up there. Yeah, I'll figure that out and report back. Report back, yeah. <laughs> I just stuck to water. You did? Yes. Because yeah. there, was, there was no form of iced tea or anything like that um yeah, to be well, had so it's a bar so it's a bar yeah. yeah i stuck with water yeah but it was great we saw a couple people we knew we did which was nice saw we, Lori from food not bombs we did which we was saw, fantastic we saw v saw v the uh-huh. ever-present v yep i saw will um of course we got to meet uh danisha she said call me nisha okay great um or nishi i'm not sure if she said nishi or nisha it was a little loud in there um so that was cool, seeing some people we knew. It was. And they have several vegan options on their menu, which is mm-hmm. awesome. They do. Yeah. yeah. And I'm really looking forward to going back for their next vegan meetup. Yeah. Um, so we can try some more food. Yeah. And they keep those, they have those vegan uh, options on their menu all the time, not just when they're doing a vegan meetup. So right. that, that's awesome. It is awesome. And um, I, I love that even though they're not doing like house-made vegan food, mm-hmm. um, these are, you know... Food, food products that they buy. Yeah, that they're making really good sandwiches out of them. Oh, you they know, are. They're not. They didn't take the easy way out. They could have totally, like that chicken sandwich, for instance, could have totally been like every other vegan fried chicken sandwich that you get. It could you have know? been, but it wasn't. <laughs> no, you know? so it was, the fact that they're inventing yeah. on top of these, you know, purchased products. Yeah, I think is great. Yeah, and the sliders were they were fantastic. There you go. I couldn't have asked for a better. You know, two little burgers. They were awesome. Yeah. It was just enough, you know, not like not a huge burger, mm-hmm. not like dripping with sauces or anything like that. It was just perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, I enjoyed that. What else did we do? Oh, 
So then... So that was Wednesday night. That was Wednesday night. Was it Thursday night? Thursday night, yes. Yeah. The next evening. Yeah, Thursday night, um, we got an invitation to join in on a Zoom meeting hosted by Connie Spence, who is the founder of Agriculture Fairness Alliance. It was a like a report back sort of meeting. They were recently in D.C., with their lobbyists, and and they had a bunch of meetings with some lawmakers to discuss the upcoming farm bill. So that was really interesting. It was. It was really interesting. Yeah. And, you know, Christine asked Connie what the best thing we could do mm-hmm. at this stage, you know, to help with the process, because the, the farm bill that we're speaking of is going to be up for a uh, renewal or up for a vote in 2023. Right. So there's some time. Yeah. Um, so there's some work to be done and that's good that we're starting early. You yes, know? absolutely. And so, you know, Christine asked what we could do and she said the best thing that we can do is to encourage everyone to join their vegan voter hub. Yeah, you just go to their website. That is the Agriculture Fairness Alliance. Go to their website, go to the drop down and go to vegan voter hub and then just input your information it's just your name and your email and address so that they can uh, give you specific information for your lawmakers yes so that's great and so it gets the information about animal rights policy out to vegan voters Mm -hmm. because that's something we don't always hear about directly yeah and it all what it also does is it helps them compile lists of vegans and what districts they're in. Yes. So when they're talking to these lawmakers, they can go, you know, hello, Mr. or Mrs. Lawmaker, you have how many... X what, how, number of X constituents. Number of uh, vegans are in your, your constituency, which is cool. Yes. That's very cool. Yeah. So it's just really kind of incredible work that they're doing. So if you get a chance, definitely head to their website. And I believe that's agriculturefairnessalliance.org. Uh-huh. And... Uh, Join the Vegan Voter Hub. Yep. And, you know, poke around the website a little bit and and see what they're doing because it's kind of cool. Totally. Yeah. So that was very interesting. And I was glad that we were invited to join that because I was really curious as to what happened when they went to D.C. So that was really cool. Absolutely. And um, we didn't get a whole lot of details about this bill because, like Sam said, it's not coming up to for a vote until 2023. Right. But what Connie was talking about was how well received they were and how she felt like the 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 atmosphere being in D.C. rather than going to your lawmaker mm-hmm. in your home state is different. Um, how it seems like they take things a little more serious when you're mm-hmm. when you're there. Yeah. Um, so she said that they were received very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got some really good meetings with some Im- important decision makers. So, yep. yeah, um, I'll be looking forward to see how that prog- progresses over the year. Absolutely. And they have, you know, further trips to D.C. planned yeah. for, you know, the next several months as this farm bill works its way through the legislative process. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, awesome stuff. So that was cool. So that was Thursday. Um, Friday, we packed up our cares and woes. Yes. And headed south to Pittsburgh. Sure did. To get ready to go to the Pittsburgh Veg Fest, which was Saturday. Yes. Yeah. So Yet for, another Veg Fest. I know. It's just... Love it. Yeah. I love it too. Um, so yeah, so we stayed, we were lucky enough to stay with Sam's brother who, who lives near Pittsburgh. Yep. 
And so that was nice. It was. So we could get there, you know, we didn't have to leave Saturday. Early Saturday morning, yeah. right? We got to, you know, get ourselves settled and yeah. spend the night with family. So that was, was always nice. good. Yep. So then um, all four of us, Sam, myself, uh, her brother Owen, and our niece Lucy, all went the next morning to the Pittsburgh Veg Fest. We sure did. It was... Huge, first of all. Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure this is the largest veg fest that we have been to. It seems like it. At least um, the number of vendors-wise so far, I think it's the biggest one. I mean, other than Vegandale. Well, I don't think Vegandale had 140 vendors. Um, yeah, they might have. I really don't think so. Well, maybe it was just because it was bigger geographically. Oh, geographically, yes, yeah. it was. It was a little bit more spread out. Yeah. Um, so you don't think there Pittsburgh were more was... vendors at Vegandale than there were at the Pittsburgh? No, Pitch? I think Pittsburgh has Vegandale beat. That's impressive. At so, least the one in Toronto. Yeah. So it was at um, this park uh, called Allegheny Commons Park, and yeah, over 140 uh, vendors. There were food vendors, animal sanctuaries, rescue organizations. And they had like a whole row of food trucks, which was yep, cool. That was super cool. And uh, live music all day long, which was great. It was fun. Yeah. And it was a beautiful day. Uh, got to spend the entire day outside, mm-hmm. you know, just listening to music, walking around, talking to the vendors, eating great food. It was just a lot of fun. Yeah. And this park was um, lots of trees. Mm-hmm. So you know, most of the time when you're walking around, it was shady. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, you weren't out in the blaring sun all day long, which helped. Oh, big time. Because it was warm. Yeah. Apparently, when you go to a veg fest, it has to be 90 degrees. I guess so. (laughs) You know, and we know that I don't do well in direct sunlight. (laughs) So, you know, and I I was completely comfortable all day. Yeah, Yeah. it was was fun. So you want to just dive into what we ate? Let's start with what we ate. Sure. Let's go for it. All right, go. Okay, so after taking a peek at some of the animal sanctuaries and such, uh, Lucy got to meet a pig for the first time in her life, and she got to meet a couple of goats. Um, She particularly fell in love with Steve the Piglet um, from the Pigsburg Squealers Rescue. I love the name, by the way. Yeah, Pigsburg Squealers. That's just amazing. And Steve was pretty phenomenal. He was adorable. He was a little piglet. And he was eating Cheerios. Yes. So we all got to feed him some Cheerios, which was a really good time. And they brought Steve along because I believe Steve was purchased by someone under under the assumption that he was what somebody called him a teacup pig. Ah. And they were saying teacup pigs do not exist. Mm hmm. They are baby pigs. Right. They don't stay teacup pigs. Right. They grow into be, to big be, to pigs. be big pigs. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but that's not the food. I wanted to start with the food. I'm sorry. Oh, I was, was just... Before you start on what I have here on the outline, uh-huh. I forgot to add into the outline. The very first thing that we ate was Moe's Southwest Grill. You know the <laughs> chain Moe's? They had a booth. And I'm like, wow, look, Moe's is here. There were two people manning their booth. And, and they th- called us over. Yeah, they're like, hey, come get your nachos. They're and free. I, and I'm like, I'm not stopping it. I'm not eating at Moe's first. I want to see what... And she's like, they're free. I'm like, oh, well, if they're free, I'm going to go get some nachos. <laughs> and so for free, they gave us a big thing of nachos with black beans and pico and guac. Mm-hmm. And so that was the very first thing. That we was ate. the first thing. And that we, we ate. were both starving. Yes. Because we'd saved ourselves. So. Yes. Yeah. We didn't have anything for breakfast or anything like that. We were yeah. saving ourselves for the festing. Yeah. So thank you, Moe's Southwest Grill, for the free nachos. Absolutely. That was pretty cool. Yeah. 
Okay, go. Okay, and then <laughs> the first place we decided to uh, get some food was a food truck uh, by Squash the Beef. Uh-huh. Squash the Beef is uh, from Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. And they had a range of sandwiches to choose from, burgers and fillies and things like that. So Christine and I got a chicken filly and a side of mac and cheese and split that. And both were excellent. I enjoyed both of them thoroughly. I did too. And they were both also a little bit unusual. Yes. You know, so it wasn't a chicken filly in the way that you think of just having, you know, grilled chicken with maybe some mozzarella cheese and grilled peppers and onions. It wasn't quite that way. It had a really interesting, almost barbecue-y kind of sauce on it. Yeah, it was good. It was almost like a, it was almost like a Southern barbecue-ish cheese sauce. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really interesting. It was good. And the chicken was like chopped. It was like a Mm -hmm. chopped sandwich. Um, and I enjoyed it. Oh, the texture was beautiful. Flavor yeah. was great, you know, and it was a, a perfect sharing sandwich. Yeah, it wasn't too huge. No, it yeah. wasn't too terribly huge. It and was good. so, yeah, we both got a really, really good taste of it, but we enjoyed that thoroughly. And the mac and cheese also, um, the pasta was a really great texture. It was cooked perfectly. Yeah. Um, and again, the cheese sauce had a little bit of heat to it. It yeah, wasn't it was just a standard kind of cheddar cheese sauce no it was good yeah it was really really interesting really original yeah it was yeah it it wasn't just your average mac and cheese no it was awesome so thank you thank you squash the beef you were awesome and we hope that we will see you at veg fest's future veg fest to come yeah and uh owen and lucy also got something from squash the beef oh that's right they did they both got the comfort burger Uh uh-huh um, but they both got it without the comfort sauce. Yeah, they're not as brave right. as we are. Yeah. Because they're not vegan. True. So they're not sure what what is this comfort sauce going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so instead, they had their, their burgers with uh, lettuce and ketchup yeah. and, and all of that. Yeah. And um, I think they enjoyed them. Um, Lucy was less excited about the burger than she has been about some of the things she had at VegFest past. I think that that may be the first like handmade vegan burger that Lucy's had. Probably. You know, it wasn't like an impossible. Or, no, or it definitely beyond. wasn't. It was house made. It was house made. And it was very good. I thought it was delicious. Because <laughs> we ended up sharing half of Lucy's burger. Yeah. She ate half of it and we of course didn't want the food to go to waste. <laughs> yeah. So we shared the second half and it was a really beautiful house-made patty yep. um, on an awesome pretzel bun. Yeah. Can I tell you the pretzel grilled. buns? It was a grilled pretzel bun. Were amazing and mm-hmm. grilled perfectly. Yeah. Like absolutely perfect. And the one thing that I really wanted on this burger, I wanted to know what the comfort sauce Me too. was. I wanted, I wanted that sauce. I wanted to taste what that should have been. Yeah. Yeah. So the next time we run into squash the beef, I'm definitely going to have to investigate their burgers a little bit more fully. Yeah. So Cleveland folks, uh, look for them. I know they are um, back in Cleveland. Yeah. I I saw on their social medias. So yeah, definitely look for their uh, cart, their trailer. They have this cute little kind of bubble, bubbly looking trailer. Absolutely adorable. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely check them out if you can find them. Um, And like I said, we look forward to seeing them at VegFests yet to come. Yeah. 
Yeah, we do. Hmm? So then what? Oh, while we while I was getting the Philly, you were waiting for the uh, squash the beef food to mm-hmm. be ready. I ran back a couple of uh, food trucks down um, to Ox's Way, um, otherwise known as XO Brothers Inc., um, out of Havertown, Pennsylvania. Yeah, they were far from home. They were, yeah. and um, but I just had to stop in and get some of their avocado fries. Yeah, now, Sam saw, and and I'm glad she got them because I have seen other places um, doing avocado fries, and I'm like, that's really interesting to me that they're mm-hmm. gonna you know slice and bread and fry a piece of avocado. Mm-hmm. And Sam loved it. I did. I not so much. I really loved them. I I ate them, but <laughs> you did, you did. And you know, I avocado for me is just one of the perfect foods. I love avocado. Avocado is just. I guess I don't love it when it's cooked. Well, and the thing is, is I had never really conceived of deep frying an avocado. Yeah. Then again, you know, before going to some state fair or something, I never would have conceived of deep frying an Oreo either, but apparently (laughs) they do that. Yeah, and those are good. Yeah, I've never had one of those. That's (laughs) too much for me. Um, But I just had to try these avocado fries. And so I I got an order of the avocado fries and they had some lovely light sauces on them. One was a pomegranate and one I think had a bit of dill in it, but they were absolutely gorgeous. And I was absolutely nuts for the avocado fries. (laughs) I absolutely would have gone back for a second order. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved them. Um, They were nice and crispy. I actually thought that the heat kind of amplified the creaminess. Oh, it did. Of the avocado. And it kind of amplified the avocado-ness of them. Yeah. But it was, I don't know, for me, it was a little strange. I prefer my avocado cold. Yeah, see, no, I was all about these. I thought they were absolutely fantastic. So I'm going to give a huge gold star to Ox's Way for their gorgeous avocado fries. Yeah. And I, again, I really hope I run into you again because I I will will have more (laughs) avocado fries. Yeah, they're out of Havertown, which is near Philly. Yeah, so they were definitely a ways from home. They were a ways from home. Um, And I'm... We can only, you can only eat so much food. I wish I would have tried something else on their menu. Yeah, me but, too. Um, but like I said, we can only eat so much food. Well, and also, I mean, there were, I think, about 10 food trucks there. There were 10 food trucks and plenty, plenty of, of other food stands, vendors. Stands, yeah, other yeah. food vendors. And so, per usual, we didn't get to taste nearly as much as no. we wanted to. No. Um, so, anyway. Yeah, not only can you not eat all the food you want to. You can't buy all the food you want to. No. Because it just starts to get expensive. It does. It does. But Christine did break down because one of the first foods that we saw Mm -hmm. wandering around the Veg Fest was some really beautiful looking Indian food. Yeah. So we walked around a little bit more. We sat and listened to some of the bands and stuff. And even though I was telling myself, I'm not really hungry yet, I had to go back for some of that Indian food because I could see their samosa supply was getting a little on the low side. And I'm like, I don't want to go and have them be like, we're out of samosas. And I, I in fact got the last, very last two samosas. So I got some mango rice, Mm -hmm. uh, two samosas and one uh, potato tikka. Yes. And let me tell you, it was delicious. Oh, so, so good. 
I love yeah. Indian food. I do too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I've said many, many, many a time that that is my favorite cuisine yeah. in the and, world. And um, yeah, those samosas were gorgeous. Just gorgeous. Yeah. And now this booth was run by uh, Shree's Foods is their restaurant in Pittsburgh. Uh, their little sign said Shree's Curry because mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. That's what it said on the sign, Shree's Curry. But when I looked them up, they do have a restaurant. It's called Shree's Food. S-R-E-E, apostrophe S, Foods. And they have a restaurant in Pittsburgh. Yes. So if you're looking for some good Indian food, Mm -hmm. vegan Indian food, check them out. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, we had the the absolutely gorgeous mango rice uh, with a little bit of coconut chutney, Mm -hmm. which just brought out the flavor even more it was yeah. just delightful, and the samosas were perfect, and they were good. the tikka was awesome. I could have eaten ten of those. Oh, easily, <laughs> easily, just because so they're good. they were little. They're, they were they're about you know the size of a cookie, a, a small cookie, like an Oreo, about right. that size. Yeah, so I, I probably could have eaten a couple more of those. They were good. Yeah, just beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So then, uh, what do we do? Oh, we listen to some more bands. It was nice to be able to just like sit in the lawn, find a, oh, a shady great. spot, listen to the music, and eat the food that you got, That's or right. just people watch, or, eat the food, you know. have some lemonade, meet some doggos. Yeah, you know, it was all good. Yeah, it was. You know, it was totally um, a really nice atmosphere at mm-hmm. this Veg Fest. I it thought. really was. Yeah, it really was. And so, you know, after after having sampled some food, um, we, of course, had to go on a quest to find Lucy some baked goods. Sweets, yes. Yes, sweets. Absolutely necessary. Now, interestingly enough, there were two things that Lucy will look for at a veg fest that we could not find anywhere. Yeah. We could not find chicken nuggets. Nobody had nuggets. And we could not find peanut butter cookies. Nobody had peanut butter cookies. And they were that the we two things that, that we, we saw. saw. Right. And so they were the two things that Lucy was looking for. I know. And we could not find them. <laughs> so that was a little frustrating and unusual. Yeah. But there you go. There you have it. So instead, um, we wound up at uh, Chosen Crumb, which is a bakery in Butler, Pennsylvania. And Lucy got what they called the Campfire Cup. Oh, is that what it was called? I couldn't remember yes. what it was called. It was called the Campfire Cup. All I could Cup. remember was that it was s'mores-based, right? And it is s'mores-based, so it was a, a vanilla cake with marshmallow buttercream and some chocolate and uh, toasted marshmallows, to- toasted miniature marshmallows, and it was just layered. Um, so I think there were two full layers of of all of that, and so that is what she got because she is just bonkers for anything s'mores flavored which is funny because she doesn't really like chocolate so much she said no it must be the it must be the marshmallow and the gram yeah you know kind of a thing and so she got that um and she said it was quite good i didn't get to taste it um but i did from uh i did get from chosen crumb a lemon strawberry cupcake yeah and it was beautiful that was a delicious cupcake it was a delicious cupcake really i could have eaten a whole one of those by myself oh yeah yeah oh yeah but I was nice. I shared my cupcake. You did share your cupcake. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated, um, if if you're listening, Chosen Crumb, totally appreciate the fact that your cupcakes are smaller. Yes. Because some of the vegan bakeries we've been to, don't get me wrong, I, I, a big cupcake's cool. You can share it with somebody. But sure. some of them are so big, it's like, you have to eat part of it now and part mm-hmm. of it later. Yeah. And you really just want to eat it now. Right. Because <laughs> when it's fresh, right? Yes. 
Yeah. So it was like a perfect size. It really was. It was like a four bite cupcake. Yep. I had two bites. Christine had two bites. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was. Um, the frosting was definitely strawberry. It was not too um, cloyingly sweet. That's the one thing that I tend to dislike about frosting in yeah. general, if it gets too sugary sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't. It was very good. And the cake was moist and lemony. It was super and, moist. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed that. Moist. I hate that word. <laughs> I know. A lot of people do. Yeah, I don't like that word. Sorry. It's okay. Um, <laughs> you said it first. I did. I did. And I don't, I'm, I regret that now. <laughs> because now it's in your head. I know. You're going to no, say I, it. No, I'm not going to say it again. Okay, fine. Um, and then <laughs> we also got what they were calling a cosmic cake. Now, this was not for us. This was for Andy over at Compassion Co., uh, because he was working his booth entirely by himself, and yeah. we didn't want him to go foodless. I felt bad, you know, because when you're working a booth by yourself, you can't escape and go get food. Right. And by the time things are wrapping up, some of the food that you might wa- might have wanted to get... Might be gone. ...has been sold out. And, right. Yeah. So we brought him a Cosmic Cake. And what what is the Cosmic Cake? The Cosmic Cake... fantastic. It really did. And I wish that we had gotten one for ourselves <laughs> to try. We just didn't think of it. Um, but it was two um, nice little chunks of chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. In between was a peanut butter buttercream... And then the top, there was a bit of a chocolate ganache and then some chocolate sprinkles. That sounds really good. It really does. Anything chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. I should have got one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we missed um, out on that, but um, we we took it to Andy and Andy did tell us yes. um, that it was a delightful, tasty treat and that it helped him through his six and a half hour drive yeah. <laughs> uh, from Pittsburgh. So there you go. Yeah. Um, what next? Oh, then we got, food-wise, we got some vegan snacks at this booth run by um, the good people at Snack Ever, which is, I'm guessing, like a small grocery. Yes. Um, And they sell all, like, vegan snack foods and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And I got um, the Chomp peanut butter cups, which I've been wanting to try, and they call them nut pucks, (laughs) which is kind of hysterical. (laughs) And they were good. They were very good. Yeah, they were, because... I have yet to find one that tops. I think it's the Justin's one. Justin's are your favorite. Yeah, yeah. I like the Justin's ones. And these are definitely my a close second. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what did you think of the... Because I shared... We, there were two in the pack. There were two and we each had one. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah. Um, you know, the peanut butter wasn't overly sweet. That's the one thing that I tend not to like about peanut butter cups is if the peanut butter is super sugary. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. It had much more of a natural peanut butter flavor it, it to did it. but i think if somebody is looking for something close to a reese's cup this is your this is your jam oh yeah it would definitely yeah make a a, a reese's fan happy yeah these are closer to a, a reese's peanut butter cup than the justins are for sure yes they are sweeter than the justins uh-huh. but still not over it, the top sweet no not over the top i thought they were really good yeah and then we got um sam wanted this rip van wafers <laughs> Yeah, uh, chocolate hazelnut wafer cookie. I discovered Rip Van Wafer's chocolate hazelnut wafer cookies last Christmas because I was looking for stocking stuffers for my family, and right. I wanted to make sure that there were some vegan sweets. I knew in the we mix. had those before. Yes, those and are so good. I I bought um like I want to say like maybe a dozen of them or something. Um, 
for Christmas and put them in everyone's stockings. That's right. And they were just really, really good. Those are good. They're seriously good. So anyone who enjoys, you know, kind of cream-filled wafer cookies mm-hmm. um, would enjoy this, particularly if you're a, a chocolate hazelnut fan, which yeah. I am. Yeah, they kind of reminded me of there's those Italian hazelnut wafer cookies mm-hmm. that aren't vegan. So right. we haven't had those in a long time. We used to get them, funny enough, at Big Lots. Yes. Remember? I do. Because Big Lots, uh, if you have a Big Lots near you, they have this really interesting kind of international International food, food section. Yeah. yeah. And, and they used to have those, a lot of Italian cookies. Mm-hmm. And um, so these are almost exact, exactly like those. Yeah. And they're just delicious. I'm actually looking forward to Christmas so I can order more of them. <laughs> yes. And yeah. And maybe we'll order them from Snack Ever because you can, they do have a website. They and, do. And they do ship, so... Yes, so definitely something to keep in mind. Yep, you know, as you're, um, as we kind of sort of slowly head into the holiday shopping season, it'll be here before you know it. It really will. So you know, if you're looking for things like this, you know, do kind of hunt out those smaller sellers Mm -hmm. um, if you can and help them out. Yep. Um, We also got uh, chocolate covered pretzels, which I actually got because I wanted Lucy to try them. Um, She likes the yogurt pretzels. She does. Vanilla not sure, yogurt pretzels. I'm not after tasting these. I'm not sure she would have liked them because they're very dark chocolate. Yes, they were. They're they're delicious. Fantastic. Um, and those are from Savor by Susie. Mm-hmm. And we also got these really interesting looking wafer cookies. They're Mexican wafer cookie with pink chai amaranth. Yes. So from- they're an amaranth based wafer. And they're super, super thin and super, super light. Yeah, like paper thin. Paper thin. And almost um, as you... Okay, this is going to sound strange, but almost the texture of a communion wafer. No, exactly. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. If you, if any of you are uh, Reformed Catholics out there. Yes. Uh, recovered Catholics. Or, or, <laughs> or current Or practicing Catholics. Catholics. <laughs> um, yes. You, you remember what, yeah, what that wafer, the consistency of that yeah, wafer so is. Yeah, so very similar consistency to a communion wafer. Uh-huh. Um, but the flavor was a pink chai. Yeah. So it had just a hint of fruitiness to it almost like a very mild berry yeah like mild berry mild floral mild floral and then you kind of got this really nice hit of like vanilla and ginger underneath it they were interesting they're very interesting i'm 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 a fan. Yeah, and they're made by a company called Amaranto. And that's a Mexican company. Yeah, out of Mexico. Yeah. And so I'm I'm really looking forward. I will probably order some more of those in other flavors. Yeah, they did have other they flavors. They had tons of other flavors. Yeah. And so I'm I'm really curious about these. Yeah. Also because, you know, they're kind of a nice sweet-ish snack. Yeah, and they're one, one calorie, calorie per wafer. One calorie. Yeah. Yeah. So you can eat a whole pack of them for like 60 <laughs> calories. You could. Not that I would advocate for that, you know. I mean, I think after dinner tonight, I had about five of them and yeah. that, that was definitely sufficient. But yeah. knowing that you can have kind of a sweet-ish snack that is that will satisfy your sweet tooth. Yeah. But for, you know, very little caloric impact. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's very cool. So yeah. I'm going to investigate those further, but I really enjoy the the pink chai. Yeah, very we'll nice. have to reach out to their website. So like I said, again, they are Snack Ever, and they're out of Pittsburgh, and they have uh, like mail order. You can get vegan snacks and stuff from them. 
So check them out. Definitely. So then we moved on down the line. Well, I'm noticing that you left something out. Oh, what did I leave out? The popsicles. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't get a popsicle. No, you didn't get a popsicle. Oh, my. Okay, so there was this woman making um, natural popsicles. Don't you? Do you have a picture? I of... do have a picture of it. Okay, great. Let me pull it up. Because I don't 100% remember the name off the top of my head. But um, she was selling these beautiful natural popsicles in a wide variety of flavors. Um, so there was a strawberry and a lemonade and a peach ginger and an avocado lime. I really wish I had tried the avocado oh, yeah. lime. That just sounded really interesting. Um, I think she had a like a banana split kind of flavor, which was a banana with some chocolate drizzle on it. Um, but just lots of really interesting flavors. And they were all natural, so not a lot of added sweetener. So we got these popsicles because it was a warm day and because Lucy... Uh, was looking for something kind of cold and sweet. And so she got a strawberry popsicle and I got the peach ginger and my brother Owen got a lemonade popsicle. Okay. Um, The popsicle place's name was Pop World. Pop World. All natural homemade ice pops. Cool. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. And they were. They were really, really light and refreshing. Like I said, not overly sweet. The peach was definitely peach, and you certainly got a hit of ginger in there. Um, but it wasn't like your normal, you know, grocery store bought popsicle. Oh, no. These were definitely that was very sugar forward. No, it was like fruit frozen fruit juice. Yeah. Um, Lucy got the strawberry and she's like, why are there seeds in it? And we're going to, uh, because strawberries have seeds. Because strawberries have <laughs> seeds. Yes. Um, and I think she was probably expecting something a little sweeter. A little sweeter than she got. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they were nice and refreshing. I, they were. I, I tasted Sam's. I didn't get one for myself, but. Yeah. But it was really good. Yeah. So that's pop world. Pop world. Yeah. Yes. So I highly recommend the peach ginger popsicle. Okay. Then. We moved on. Correct. And let's see. Oh, I got uh, some vegan jerky. Yes, because Christine does love herself some vegan jerky. I do. I love vegan jerky. Um, And I really haven't met one that I disliked. You know, some are better than others, Mm -hmm. but I haven't gotten a vegan jerky that's like, you know, ew or anything like that. That's good. Um, This vegan jerky is from a company by the name of Pleather vegan jerky, which I think is really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pleather is run by Matt and Melissa Trehan or Trahan. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. And they're from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, and I got uh, all three flavors that they had. They had a black pepper, they had a ginger sesame, and a red pepper bourbon. And they had samples. Mm-hmm. And I tried each of the samples and Loved each one of them, and I said, I'll take one of each. There you go. And I looked a little bit into Pleather Vegan Jerky, because I found their name really interesting. And it turns out that they are really active in the Cleveland punk scene, which is cool. That is cool. They have a three-piece punk band that's called Kill the Hippies. (laughs) (laughs) Check them out. You can find them on YouTube. How odd, though, that you want to kill the hippies, yet you hang out at the yeah. vegan fest. I think, it's a, I think yeah. it's a funny name. It's ironic. Um, yeah, for but sure. But yeah, if they're listening, I want to let you know, uh, let you guys know, I reached out and found your music and listened to you play a couple on YouTube and really dug it. Awesome. Yeah, as a, as a uh, former punk band person myself. So 
Um, so yeah, so that's uh, Pleather Vegan Jerky, and you can also order their stuff online. Very cool. So look for them. Was there any other food? There's so much food. There was so you much You can only food. eat so much food. It's true. You know? It's true. And we were there. We got there at around A little 11, after 11. 11, between 11.15 and 11.30 mm-hmm. after parking. And we were there until, what, 4.30? Almost 4. Yeah, about oh, 4. 4. We were there till 4. Yeah. And so that's a lot of time, but you can only eat so much. Yeah. 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 But so many great vendors. So many great vendors. And so, you know, um, we already have plans to vend next year's Pittsburgh Veg Fest. Yeah. We're I very think, excited about I that. Think it, I think it's a festival that we would enjoy vending at. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we'll have to, you know, take notes and make sure we hit some of the folks that we didn't hit this year. Definitely. Next year. Yeah. Let's move on and talk about some of the booths uh, that weren't food related that we, we visited. Sure. Um, we stopped and when we first got there, actually, we stopped and I spoke with a representative from Kindred Spirits Rescue Ranch. And they had uh, two of their rescue goats there, which were adorable. Oh, they were awesome. Yeah. And they are an animal sanctuary in Darlington, Pennsylvania. Yes. So I don't really know a whole lot more about them. He did tell me that, you know, they had like over a hundred animals, rescue animals. Um, And a lot of the work they do seems to be rehabilitation. Mm -hmm. So they'll get rescue animals, rehabilitate them and then find other places for them, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. Yeah, it is pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, but these goats were amazing. One of them in particular, I I wish I could remember his name, but I can't. Yeah, I don't either. Stunning icy blue eyes, right? You've ever seen, and this was a black and white goat with these gorgeous blue eyes. Just I'd never seen an animal quite so striking. Why then? Where did we go? Well, after that, um, we stopped at the Pigsburg Squealers booth because it seemed that most of the animal sanctuaries and such were grouped in one area. Um, and that's one thing that I would suggest to the Pittsburgh Veg Fest that they actually reconsider um i feel like because the sanctuaries were a little further afield uh, from the center where most of the food was i felt like maybe they didn't get as much attention as they could have um if they were kind of mixed in yeah when, a little when, bit more yeah when we first got there i'm like oh that's kind of cool they have everybody separated out so here are the your rescue organizations and whatnot and then and then after thinking about it i'm like Maybe that's not such a great idea because, just like you were saying, if they were more interspersed, right? Like if somebody's in line for food or something, yes, they'll they would have time to take in a rescue booth or whatever that's next to that food stall. Absolutely, there could be some sort of health department yeah, issue no, there, and of course, there especially I'm, if they I'm had sure. animals, yeah. So yeah, I know they very they, easily could be. I know the ones with animals, they probably had to keep separate mm-hmm. from food stalls. Um, but I think it would have been better for some of those organizations that didn't have animals with them to mix them in with the food stalls. Yeah, just, I think that would just be just my a good opinion. Idea I've never put on a veg fest, so it's just so my what opinion. do we know? Exactly, <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, but we checked in with the Pigsburg Squealers and met Steve. The piglet. Steve. Um, we also met a very large boar named Maui. Maui. And there was a... Me- the third pig. The medium-sized sow. Her name was... What was her name? 
Why didn't I write that down? I don't know. You told me yesterday. I did. And we're sorry, medium-sized sow. Yes. But anyway, Steve the piglet was just amazing. And, of course. You he's know, a piglet. He, he's adorable. Just adorable. Yeah. So, so cute. Um, I was just so excited that I got to, to touch his little nose. Um, <laughs> just like with cats, the nose is one of the best parts. Of <laughs> and them. dogs. Just, and dogs. You got to love, I love noses. You got to boop a snoot. You got to boop a snoot. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, and so I was really excited. Got to feed Steve some Cheerios. Lucy got to feed Steve some Cheerios. And she was just absolutely enchanted with Steve um, all day. She was just waiting to go back and see Steve again. Yeah, we had a hard time tearing her away from Steve. We really did. Yeah. It was kind of great to see. It's awesome. Um, and then, of course, the following day, we find out that the Pigsburg Squealers actually used a photo of Lucy and Steve in they their did. social media. Yeah, on their Instagram. Which was great. Yeah. Which was really awesome. That was really cool. Yeah, it was. And then after we uh, hung out with the pigs, we went to see Andy at Compassion Co. Um, I fangirled out a little bit, I have to admit, (laughs) because, you know, I I am devoted to the bearded vegans and um, I had had the um, desire to walk up to the Compassion Co booth and say what's up beardo (laughs) for years yes and i finally got to do it yeah andy um i don't know if you know this but that's always been a dream of sam's she's always just wanted to walk up to your booth and say what's up beardo yes Um, so a dream came true for me on saturday (laughs) it was amazing yeah and we got i mean andy has the coolest merch he really does we got uh a literal crap ton of stickers and buttons and I would have bought t-shirts from you, Andy, but I'm wait, I'm doing the pre-order for your Halloween stuff because it looks really cool. Um, I have in my closet already a couple of t-shirts from Andy. Oh yeah. We both do. Yeah. I think three. I have three. I have a bearded vegans. I have a compassion co Mm -hmm. logo, um, tie dye, which I really love. And then I have one, I think that was from last year's, Halloween drop that says eating meat, meat is, is creepy. creepy. Yeah. yeah. And then you got me the Compassion Co. is the big elephant that yeah. says plant eater or plant based. Plant based. I think on it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just this beautiful uh, drawing of an elephant. Yeah. His head. designs are, are different from what anybody else is They really out. are. Yeah. Yeah. Super original and just a lot of fun. Yeah. And his booth is the so best colorful yeah it's the most colorful it stands out uh, you know miles above every nothing nothing against everybody else that your booths were great yes but andy has put a lot of work into that booth absolutely and it's you you we saw it from the street we did we're like there's andy there's andy oh my god there's (laughs) andy so he's easy to spot (laughs) and we will see him again in syracuse yes so we're very excited for yeah totally yeah, so and it was then just, maybe we can get a picture of you, Andy. I, I forgot to take a picture of your booth. I was going to take a picture, and I completely forgot. I was just enjoying the day and not yeah. walking around with my fam- camera in front of my face. So. Absolutely. You know, sometimes you, documenting is not the most important thing. No. No. I took a picture with my mind. Yes, you did. <laughs> you certainly did. <laughs> what did we do? We already talked about the squealers. Pigsburg Squealers. Oh, there was this girl. Um, there was this woman who had a, a, a small booth. She was sitting on a stool with a typewriter, with a manual typewriter. Yep. Old-fashioned typewriter. Yeah, and she was um, typing up poems for people. 
just spontaneous poetry. Yes. Which I thought was fantastic. And Lucy was mesmerized by it. Completely mesmerized. Just watching her. The sound of that typewriter is so cool. Mm -hmm. And she stood and watched her type out poems for a good 10 minutes. Oh, easily. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't, she didn't want to leave. She didn't want to move on. She was so (laughs) completely captivated by what Haley was doing. It was, it was really, really cool. Yeah. And so she would just, you go up and she would write you a poem, which is really great. Yeah. Um, then what? Oh, we stopped by this booth that had, uh, dog toys. Um, (laughs) and the booth was, um, the dog stop. They're a doggy daycare and grooming and boarding place in Pittsburgh. And I said, Lucy, you should get a dog toy for Tank. Lucy's dog is Tank. Yes. And so she got Tank a squeaky uh, donut, a yes. squeaky frosted donut. Strawberry frosted donut <laughs> yes. with sprinkles. Yes. yes. <laughs> Which she's like, it looks like a real donut. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully Tank likes his squeaky toy. Yes. And we went by this really cool rock place. Yes, Geology Rocks. Yeah, tell them what you got and stuff about Geology Geology Rocks. So I and minerals and minerals. That's the name of their. Yes, it is yeah. Geology Rocks and minerals. And minerals. <laughs> um, and I, I actually have a, a deep fondness for for stones of just about any variety. I me too love them. Um, I've always been fascinated by geology and. You know, I have a beautiful amethyst geode on my desk at work. Yeah. And so anyway, I'm I'm looking at what they had on offer and they had these absolutely gorgeous plaques. Um, I think they're made from selenite. Mm-hmm. And so they look like a white quartz and they were beautifully etched with this design that um, involved both the tree of life and an ohm symbol. And that's my favorite combination of imagery really because it's both kind of ancient celtic and um hindu all at the same time yeah and that's kind of how my view of the world wraps itself yeah is between those two um traditions right um and so it was really, really, really great to find that i'm very excited to take that also to my office and have that um there as inspiration and uh, yeah, it's really beautiful. And then didn't you get Lucy a bracelet there? I did. Yeah. I got Lucy a bracelet because uh, she was looking at bracelets. It's really funny because lately um, she's been very into buying bracelets. Now, apparently she doesn't wear bracelets all that often. <laughs> but when we were in Orlando um, yeah. and I asked her if she wanted to pick something out at the you know pirate dinner, yeah. she picked out a, a set of three bracelets. That's right. Um, she and- got a bracelet at... Western New York Veg Fest. She did. She got a bracelet at Pittsburgh Veg Fest. So. Yeah, and Owen, her father, said, "You don't wear bracelets." She's like, "I'll wear it." <laughs> she wore that bracelet she got at Western New York Veg Fest all day long. Yes, and I think the whole time she was here. Yes, she, she wore, wore it. it for the entire second week of yeah. of her theater camp. Yeah, yeah. So, so she does wear bracelets. Yeah, I think she just needs to be reminded to wear them. And I'm the same way. I have bracelets like in a box somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I'll look at them and be like, why do I never wear that? Right. You know? Yeah, totally. Uh, so that was very cool. And uh, Geology Rocks and Minerals is it's, run by Justin Kistler. Yeah, yeah, it's Geology Rocks, exclamation point, 
And, and minerals. minerals. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's be very, very clear about that. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's run by Justin Kissler, and they are out of Lawrenceville, which is a uh, neighborhood in Pittsburgh. Yep. Way cool. And they have a website. You can check out um, all the things that they they sell. Yes. And it was funny. Which I will be doing. Yeah, it was funny. I was actually talking to, because I saw Geology Rocks and minerals was going to be there. And I was telling Owen how when I was younger, my dad used to take us to these like traveling rock shows. Mm -hmm. And I know it sounds boring, Mm -hmm. but they're so cool. fascinating. They have all those, the the cut gems and uh, geodes, is Mm -hmm. that what you call them? Yep. And I just find it fascinating. And I would always walk away with a pocket full of rocks. There you go. So nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So then, what else did we get? Oh, you got some soaps from Sleepy Hollow Handmade. I did, because you know I can't resist some soap. So actually, right now, between Western New York Veg Fest, Burlington Veg Fest, and Pittsburgh Veg Fest, I have quite a supply of soap. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited. So the soaps that I got were from Sleepy Hollow Handmade, and they are out of Pittsburgh. And I got quite a variety. I got one called Encouragement, which mm-hmm. I think is really delightful. One called One Heart, which is a stunning grapefruit scent. Like I picked it up and smelled it and was like, oh, wow, I was not expecting that. That's, yeah. an, that's amazing. And it's got a little heart. In and the it's middle. got a little heart. It's a black bar of soap mm-hmm. um and it's just got one little yellow heart in it in so the it's yeah, yeah it's very pretty and then i got uh one called lemon bar so of course that has a, a lemony citrusy scent to it i got a bar of pineapple soap which is delightful and then i got the pride and joy which is of course uh rainbow striped right and again has just a really bright sunny citrusy scent to it that I just love. Christine smelled it and said, yep, smells gay. I did. (laughs) You did. Yep, that smells gay. Whatever that means. Whatever that means. I I have no idea what that means. I was just being funny. Yes, she was. And then I also got her a bar of soap, which was called the Old Fashioned. Yeah. um, And had an an earthier, nuttier, almost bourbon-y smell to it. Yeah. Hence the name, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, You're probably right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to trying that. Yep, me too. It's in the bathroom now, and the whole bathroom smells fabulous now. Yes. We also saw, which we were excited, the folks from No Pig Neva. No Pig Neva! And you've probably heard us. We've talked about them a, a few times on the podcast. I know we talked about them in one of the uh, like holiday-ish yeah. episodes where we were talking about um, smaller sellers that yes. you could buy uh, Christmas gifts for vegans. And I knew they were a small seller, but I really didn't know. They're just run by two people. Yes. They're, they come out of the Boston, Massachusetts area, and they're run by Steph Bernard and David Hugh. And we had the pleasure of meeting David and his son. So we were totally thrilled to see them there. Yes. And they had all kinds of snack foods and, and um, everything you can imagine. Yeah. And... It's just so cool. They travel all that way. I know. You know? All the way from Boston. Yeah. To be at the Pittsburgh Veg Fest. Right? I was really surprised to see them there. Yeah. And just absolutely thrilled. Um, So, you know, we have definitely ordered from No Pig Neva in the past, and we will certainly do so again in the future. And uh, it was just really, really exciting to meet at least 
half. One, at, at least to half, half of, yeah. of the of the people <laughs> behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're looking for like unusual like vegan snack foods, or you have a vegan to buy for, um, and don't know what to get them, reach out to No Pig Neva and look at their site because they have a ton of stuff. Oh, ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Truly awesome. Oh, I put on my uh, outline that we enjoyed the live music. Oh, we sure did. And that we often found ourselves sitting in the shade, eating our goodies while we listened to all of the bands throughout the day. Absolutely. I mean, and that was a really, really nice touch, I have to say, um, because live music will beat out a DJ any day. Any day. Um, But... What I really appreciated is that, because I, I remember being at Vegandale Toronto mm-hmm. a little over a year ago, and the music being so overpowering. It was so loud. At one side. It was so loud. At one end of the of the fest. Yeah. Uh, that it was actually hard to be in that area. It was. I, was, I remember feeling so bad for the people who had booths close, yeah. closer to where the stage area was, because you literally had to yell at them. Yes. In order to... Tell them what you wanted. Yes. If you wanted to order food from them. Yeah. And they had to listen to that. All day. All day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was rough. So just the fact that, you know, they had live music, which was not nearly as bass heavy and not nearly as overpowering. No, it wasn't super loud or anything. No, it it wasn't. It was, it was great. And it was really fun to see some local artists, local bands. Yep. um, Some of them who were just playing their first of, you know, like. Very early gigs, yeah. for them, which yeah, was there was a great. Uh, a Tom Petty tribute band, yes, I believe they're called Change of Heart, mm-hmm. and then that was their second gig, yeah, and they were really good. They were, yeah, they were, they were pretty tight. Um, and you know, how can you go wrong? Tom Petty tribute band, yeah, I mean, like, if you like Tom Petty, seriously, they were good. Know, they opened with Refugee. I was happy. <laughs> That's right, they did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that was great, and just having that kind of space to just sit and enjoy and relax. Yeah, you know, it was just really, really wonderful. So serious props to everybody behind the organization and execution of the Pittsburgh Beth Fest. It was a great day. Yeah, it was a really well put together event. I thought. Yeah. And yeah. we just had fun. Yep. So that was the Pittsburgh Veg Fest. It was. And then... Um, we again, only have one more to go. We do. We we do only have one that we know of. <laughs> well, right. Something might pop Thing, up. You things, never know. Things do happen, but yeah, you never know. right now, yeah. we know of one more that we yeah. are. So um, I guess that's it. We'll wrap up the Pittsburgh Veg Fest. We'll, we'll uh, put a pin on that. I guess I'll move on to the housekeeping. All right. So go speak, for it. So speaking of Veg Fest... We will be in Toronto uh, the weekend of September 9th, which was supposed to be the, the Toronto, Toronto Veg, Veg Fest. Fest. And unfortunately, their venue fell through on them. Yeah. And they had to cancel until next year. Yeah. Which is terribly disappointing for all the people involved, I'm sure. Yeah. But then... But we will be exploring Toronto oh, yeah. nonetheless. We will We will make a Veg Fest of our own. We will. We will fest. We will all fest on our own. all on our own, and then we will veg. Yeah, and then after that, we'll be at the Syracuse Veg Fest Saturday, October eighth. Yeah, really looking forward to that one. That'll be fun. Yes, it will. Um, what else? Oh, okay. So donate to our Mockingbird Farms Animal Sanctuary fundraiser on our Buy Me a Coffee site. That's buymeacoffee.com backslash cucumbers. Yes. Want to thank everybody that's given to that fundraiser so far. Um, we only have two more weeks 
Yes, two the, more weeks because we've put uh, episode 52 as the deadline on the Mockingbird Farms fundraiser. And at that point, we will choose another organization that we hope to support. Yeah. Uh, sign up for our newsletter on our website. It's www.compassionandcucumbers.com. Exciting news. We now have a Patreon page. Woohoo! Yes. So if you would like to support the podcast, um, we separated that out from our Buy Me a Coffee site. Um, we're going to keep Buy Me a Coffee just to collect donations for, for fundraisers. Yes. Yes. Uh, so check out our Patreon page and subscribe if you want. There's uh, three different levels of subscriptions mm-hmm. that you can choose from um, if you want to support the show. Uh, you'll get, I'm hoping, early access. Yeah. I'm going to figure that out. Okay. Probably do some bonus episodes. Totally. That are for patrons only. Great. And then I thought maybe Sam could maybe write some blog posts or we could give you a little inside scoop stuff. Yeah, yeah. That we won't be talking about on the podcast. I can do that. Um, so, yeah. So check it out. Super uh, cool. Just go to Patreon and look for us. And I'll always have a link in the show notes to our Patreon page. Yep. And also to the Mockingbird Farms fundraiser yes and if you're curious just to know why would you want to support the podcast well any anything that we get through the patreon page will be used to offset the cost of equipment of um inventory of travel Mm -hmm. that kind of a thing so we can get ourselves out into the veg fest world a little bit more bit more yeah yeah um and of course to improve the show uh, subscribe to the show on your podcast app and rate and review us if you can on your podcast app. I like those five star reviews. You do like those five star reviews. <laughs> I love them. And then she will shill for five stars. <laughs> I will. Yeah. She has no shame. I do not have any shame. And last but not leastly, um, if you are enjoying our leastly? podcast, leastly, I like that. Isn't that a word? Did I make up a word? Well, it's usually last but not least, but oh. I like leastly. It's fun. <laughs> last but not leastly. Um, if you like the podcast, share the show with a friend or a family member or someone you love. Yes. Yeah. And share our um, share our social media. Share our posts. It's the best thing you can do for creators is share their stuff. It's very true. Because we're all fighting that nasty algorithm oh those nasty nasty algorithms (laughs) yes so sharing of subscribing to the show rating and reviewing sharing our stuff on instagram this all helps our visibility so much and helps us get into the hands of more great people like you absolutely so i guess that's it we're gonna wrap up episode 50 all right everybody have a good week and we will talk to you next tuesday have a good one everybody bye-bye If you'd like to support the Compassion and Cucumbers podcast, well, you can do that by hopping on over to our Patreon page and becoming a patron. We have all the recipes from our Vegan Kitchen series up there, and we'll be adding some patron-only episodes in the near future. So thank you for supporting us at whatever level that you choose, and thank you again for listening to Compassion and Cucumbers podcast.